0: Peace and blessings and welcome back to the Heritage Hip Hop Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Transparent Credit Repair, the superheroes of the financial literacy and credit repair world. If you're looking to change your life financially, changing your credit score and updating your credit report is a vital piece of information that you can get and something that you can do, period. To do such, go to www.heritagehiphop.com and click on Transparent Credit Repair and fill out the application. That one decision could change your financial future and your life, period. Open your wallet to receive more money instead of paying out more debt. Go to heritagehiphop.com and click on the link for transparent credit repair and change your life. On this episode of the Heritage Hip Hop Podcast, we talked to La Boogie, salute La Boogie. For depotism's sake, he's the son of Billy Dan's of M.O.P., But for hip-hop's sake, he's a new voice that's not only taking the first family to a new generation, but he's telling his own story, and that's what's most important. If you don't have a story, you can't make good music because who's going to relate to you? And he has a song out on my own that's very relatable. Give us your ear and listen to La Boogie as he gives us not only his truth, but who he is as a man. Stay tuned for the rest of my commentary when this interview
1: is done. Peace and blessings and welcome back to the Heritage Hip Hop Podcast. To be able to carry a legacy on is a big deal because every man wants to pass on his legacy to see his legacy lead a new generation into greatness. And we have one of those legacies that's being built on the line right now. Introduce yourself to the people, please.
2: It's your boy Love, Love- Gotti, man. Grace for more joining with the rest, man. We're here to take over, man.
1: All right, for everybody who didn't hear, that was Loud Boogie, and I know how people interview you or may interview you. I don't want to stick on your progenitor. We're going to talk about it a little bit, but I want to focus on you more so, all right? Mm-hmm. All right, so let's just get that out the way. You're the son of one half, or in my opinion, one of the greatest hip-hop groups of all time, M.O.P.
2: Appreciate that. Yeah, yeah.
1: And yeah, um. My my introduction to you came from a shout out on the on Face Off. I'm Saratoga's finest, for to and father to Shania Lamig your highness. Am I right? Oh
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: so okay. so you're you you've been around my ears at least for for years, mm-hmm. and to be able to talk to you, and after even inter- interviewing your father, I mean, like I said, may you the Most High bless your family line and salute. You know what I'm saying?
2: I appreciate that, man. Now, yeah, man, but it's, it, it came from a, a lot though, you know, so we just
1: here pushing right now. Okay. So then now let's focus on you. Now that we got that out the way. All right. Okay. All right. La Boogie is the MC that comes up in the new generation of hip hop. I like to call this generation, the anime generation, because this generation is colorful. They are full of emotions. They don't hold back. And they're very big. How does that fit into your type of hip hop and your style?
2: Uh, well, so I'm versatile, so whatever, whatever, whatever I'm in, I can adapt to. So if there's time right now, I can adapt to the time. If it changes in the future, I can adapt to that too. So it's really no problem there, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just going with the flow too, man. My versatility is real, uh, you feel me? It's really there.
1: I like that because that's one of the arts of hip hop is being able to be a chameleon, where well, you could go to the west and you can hang with them. You can go to the east, hang with them. You can go to the south and hang with them. But you always are yourself. What is yourself? How do you take it everywhere you go?
2: Uh, I'm just, I'm just basically a stand-up dude, man. Like I do for self. I don't do for self. I, 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 I kind of do too much for others. You understand? But now it's okay. to the point I have to start doing for myself. You understand? That's what I'm coming to realize. So to the point, I'm just
1: trying to, you know, just make it one day at a time, take it one day at a time, man. Word. But when you get into the music industry, and this is something I've learned from my experience, and no, I'm not an MC, and no, I never sold billions of records, you know what I'm saying? I'm just talking from a media perspective and looking at the game. When you get into this game, doing for self is the main art most people don't do because everybody's always out in somebody's face. How do you protect yourself and not, Try to uh, – how do you protect yourself and not give yourself away too earnestly in this game?
2: Uh, you just got to stay true to yourself and true to what you believe in, man. If you come in the game and you and you feel in a certain way about – if you come in the game with your mindset on something, that should be the mindset. You understand? Don't switch up your goals because certain people around you, man. That's not – that's not 100, I feel. Sure. So, you just got to stick to your goal, man, stick to your, um, your objectives.
1: The main objective is to be heard. When it comes to hip hop, everybody mm-hmm. wants to have their song heard. But in this generation, people don't like to touch the people. How do you? How how are you going to reverse that and let everybody know that not only are you real, but you're able to touch them in a way where they're going to be able to relate to you and love you at the same time?
2: Uh, I think that's up to the music, you know. So because I feel like my music speaks for itself. So the music I'm putting together now is like it's, it's heartfelt music. You understand? The last record I just dropped on my own. You know, it's on all social media, all, all platforms. But the music I'm making now is going to, it's pain. I call it pain. I don't know if that's a genre, but we go I'm a making one. You understand? So I call it pain. So everybody has some pain in their lives. You understand? So that's why I was going with it. Because I understand people can relate to pain. Because nobody had a perfect life. You understand? So everybody always goes through certain things in life. They must overcome. So that's why I went with that.
1: I like that you said that because pain is the 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 author of hip-hop. If people didn't pass away, if things were not taken, if injustice wasn't done, then hip-hop never would have been the expression that it is today. And the, quote, Method Man, he said, the only truth that people can identify with is pain. Why is pain fueling your music and your style?
2: It was just what I was going through at the time, you know, and I'm really like, I'm not really a talkative person, so the best mm-hmm. way I could have, like, put my, my, express myself was through my music, you understand? So that's why I put it in my music. I'm not, re- I'm not really big on the talking thing, you understand? So if you're going to hear me through my music, you're going to feel what I'm saying.
1: I respect that because most people in the game right now, they're, they they call it emo rap, and they just talk about mm-hmm. their feelings, but they're not telling a story. Mm-hmm. What is your story, and how do you want to share it, musically, I mean?
2: Uh, I just want people to understand. Like, just cause you know you're going through certain things, man, don't mean you can't overcome it. You understand? You was born alone, so don't be surprised if you be alone. You understand? Sometimes, so you understand? The best thing sometimes I just realized to is to be alone. So, so you get yourself hmm. correct. You understand? So it's just to the point when I was when I was a kid, I just had a lot of guys around me thinking they was family. You understand? Cause you know friends. It ends at the end, F-R-I-E-N-D, you understand? So it's going to end. So I kind of looked at certain people as family, you feel me? But I guess they didn't look at me as family. Once it ended, I was in a little space, you understand? But I gathered myself, you understand, and I put it in my music. So that's how we're here now.
1: That's the most relatable thing I've ever heard an artist say in this new generation is about Mm -hmm. loyalty, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And for most of the OGs that's been in hip-hop, that's one of the main things they talk about is loyalty. You gotta have loyalty. Even the Bible teaches you as a man that for a for a woman, love is um, flowers and candy, but for men, love is loyalty. Tell me about how, tell me how loyalty fuels you, and how and how the loss of loyalty builds you.
2: Well. It fuels me because, you know, once you feel like you got somebody in your corner or whoever's in your corner, you know, that's always going to be a plus, you understand? Because if you don't have the energy, you can find it through, you know, through your through, the, through your peoples. But when people, when people switch up on you, it's to the point like you... I was stuck, you understand? So it's to the point I had to, like, gather myself, man. Like, I just put it on my music. I was just writing every day, you understand? I was writing different type of music, but it's to the point, like, I got to the point I I had to switch it up because that's not how I was feeling at the time, you understand? I just basically go according to how I'm feeling, man. If I'm waking up feeling a certain way, I'm going to write about that. So that's why I say I'm You know, you don't wake up feeling the same way every day, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's growth, you know what I'm saying? That, 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 that's, the, that's the story that's missing in hip-hop, to me, in my opinion, to this day. If I if I go to the single on my own, right, on my own is very short, but it's very impactful. Like, at the end of the day, everybody, once again, can relate to something like that, because there's nothing like thinking people are down with you, and then the, and the next thing you know, you're by yourself. Mm-hmm. You know? I want to ask you, that's a therapeutic song, though. That song is gonna to touch people who are going through things in a way that they can't they can't really feel. When well, you wrote that song, did you think about others or was this to help you with your own personal issue that
2: happened? Uh, it was just to get through my situation honestly, but I already felt that it would have an impact on the world because you know, like I said, like a lot of people that go through certain situations that felt that they're on their own at one point in time, you understand? So that's why I tried to put everything in there, you understand, to try to relate to the people as well.
1: Coming from the line of hip hop that you do, I'm sure people have tried to put your father's style or his music on you, thinking that you were going to sound the same. How refreshing is it for you to carve your own lane? And though that's there, you don't have to go there for that name recognition.
2: Uh, it feels great though. You feel I me? Mean? But I feel like hard work pays off, basically. You understand? Because the talent going to speak for itself, right? But but to have him in the corner though, that, that's not bad either. He is there, so it's like it's it's, it's a win. I, I can't be mad at it, man. I just know I got to show off and show out now, you know what I Because mean? I got a big big name on me, So that's all. We
1: just going to get to it. That's all. See, when I did this interview, i seen another interview that you did. And personally, I mean, I respect the interview, but I don't really think they talk to you the way that you need to be, you needed to express yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I, believe, I believe in people being able to tell their story, not just talk about their music. You see what I'm saying? And I, and I want to, and I, and I invest in people, not their playlists. I mean, your songs are your songs. I may not even like all your music, but you as a man, I feel you have to be respected and you have to tell your story. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
2: that's a fact.
1: So I want to ask you this. What is hip-hop and how do you keep it alive? Uh,
2: this thing of ours, man. Hip, hip-hop is this thing of ours. You understand? So it's like, I, my, my job is to keep it flow. I'm going to just hit people with multiple things, you understand? I feel like hip-hop is changing because, you know, the times is changing. But it's like, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm in the era, though, but I I can still do this, today's music, but I'm still from an era when I had, when I was used to listening to the old school music, you understand? So I can blend the two. So basically, I'm just trying to show people, like, just because we in 2020, we can't still have that old school feel, you understand? We can just, um but you gotta tweak it a little bit, man. So I'ma just bring different feels, man. You are gonna feel that old jazz in his back like I got I got multiple records, brother. Like when I say multiple, multiple, sorry. Different type of club bangers, hip hop records, street records, like singer records for the ladies, like that's what I'm saying, bro. I'm just trying to I'm trying to make sure I'm at the top at the end of this, man. So that's what we aiming for.
1: Since you come up with versatility, let me ask you this question. Hip hop is the only genre that actually can adapt and live because when it comes to R and B, either you sing or you can't. When it comes to jazz, either you play an instrument or you can't. Maybe you could dance a little bit, you know what I'm saying? But but hip hop lives and evolves due to the territory that it's in and where it's from. Where did you grow up? Where did you grow up? And then where did you? And then where did you develop your manhood at?
2: Okay, so you know I'm from Brooklyn, Saratoga, I'm from over there, but I, I moved. At a young age, I went to Jersey, West New York, New Jersey. Around I say like ten, but I was back in forth. That's just a bus trip, you understand. So I was really in New York where I got my little swag from New York, you understand? I'm a New York swag. But when I moved out, when I moved to Jersey, I was in there for like I say three years, and then I came to Pennsylvania, Mount Pocono, and that's kind of where I started establishing myself, you understand? But I was back in forth, like. Like I'm, I'm New York, you understand? But I came to my focal you note, know, like try to get certain things in order. You feel me? We in the hub. we trying to move out the hub, so we moved out the hub regular. So I'm trying to get certain things in order. And the music came about up here, you understand? So, ain't God I moved because you never know what i will be doing in New York though, right? Hey,
1: it's like that everywhere. See, as we know, as we know, when it comes to New York, especially Brooklyn, Brooklyn is always seen as the grimy, the the, the heartbeat, the undertone, the underbelly of New York hip-hop, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Then when you go to Jersey, Jersey separated the different spots, and that's what a lot of people in New York did not understand at the time, that they thought New York was like Newark or East Orange or Essex County, and that was it. You hit and eat, or West New York showed you not only the Spanish side of hip-hop, it showed you that... You have, there's a whole nother genre of what you call swag or language that developed over there too. You know what I'm saying? That's
2: a fact. That's a fact. So it kind and of came, it kind of helped me out. And me being over there, I probably got some some tips from over there. You know what I'm saying? It all blends together and it worked
1: out. Right. And then the Poconos, while people think it's just a vacation spot, Poconos has a little undertone in it. That's That's, that's the undertone of the hustle. The undertone of there's nothing here, so we got to make something here.
2: Exactly. And that's what we're doing right now, man. We're trying to make the uh get this the poconos on the map, man. Brooklyn been on the map, so it's in the point like you might as well splurge
1: and, you know, expand. I feel that. So then that makes you an innovator. What are you taking what are you taking and changing to bring eyes back to who you are and where you're from?
2: Wait, say it again.
1: I said that makes you an innovator. So, what are you taking to change to bring the eyes back to you and where you're from?
2: Uh, I'm gonna just, I'm just hit with the music, man. I feel like my talent is gonna speak for itself, and so just stay on the lookout, man. I'm about to drop real soon, a lot of music. Is about to drop from me real soon, so that's gonna keep the eyes on me without it. I feel because my music, I feel it I'm denying. It. So, I let the world decide.
1: Everybody, this is Karev. From heritage hip hop on the line with La Boogie, a, a new up and coming face that you're going to hear, see, and feel when it comes to the music and the story behind the brand. All right, so let's continue. Let's let's continue with that. I, like I said, it's all about you, and your past plays a part, but your past does not define the man you become. What is the what is the main lesson that you just passed down to you that you took and seen come true in your journey right now, especially going into music?
2: Uh, I would say just to stay focused. You know, I was always told to stay focused. Like whatever I'm doing, just keep a hundred percent in it. Put a hundred percent in it. You can't be mad at the outcome. You understand? At least if you're making progress, you understand it's something that you love to do. You understand? You can't feel like you failed. You understand? So just stay focused and keep pushing on doing what you like to do, man
1: in this generation though, focus is one of the hardest things to come by because we live in a we live in an Instagram generation where everybody wants to take pictures and lie on their pictures instead of focusing on their reality yep. and and realistically speaking. Even though hip-hop has changed, the story has not. What do you think are the major issues that this generation of hip-hop needs to talk about that maybe they are talking about but people are missing because they won't hear their type of music?
2: Uh, I don't know. I would say the social media thing, yeah, because that changed a lot. You understand? That changed a lot. Now, everybody's just doing certain things for clout. Clout wasn't even a word at one point in time, but now the social media thing is a thing. Now, clout is a word. Like You understand? Some people just do things, just do it. Now some people just doing it for, for the internet. So the internet really changed a lot of things, I feel. Even though Soulja Boy, I feel like, been doing it, though, right? He started right. his internet stuff, I feel. So big shout-out to uh, Big Draco. But, yeah, I think the internet, I mean, the uh, social media stuff, man, it changed the game a lot. And it's to the point some, some people can't, didn't know how to do the technology things so certain things didn't work out for certain other people. Like, And that's why I'm saying, like, it changed a lot for a lot of people. And it, it was a blessing. It, it can be cursed to certain people if be not uh too savvy with the uh, internet, you know. So you got to get on your internet game, man. Get your internet game up, and you'll be relevant in this um in, in today's music.
1: But don't you feel like the internet has hindered you as an artist as well as it helped you?
2: Uh, yeah, basically because I'm not even I wasn't even used to that. You get what I'm saying? Because the area I'm coming from, I'm I'm used to you know regular Regular CDs, we doing that. You understand the wire? What was the live wire? They had that thing for a minute, but now it was like you got Spotify, you got all different certain apps. You understand to go find certain music. So like, the times change, man. But uh, we we adapted, man.
1: I'm glad I'm glad to hear you say that because even now with reels and all this other stuff, there's many ways to get music out, but there's not a lot of ways to be heard. See, those are the different things that some people can hear you, but a lot of people may not listen to you. You know what I'm saying? How do you make sure that people listen and catch rather than just know that you're out there and exist?
2: Um, I feel like it, it's from, from point A to You gotta make sure everything's correct, man. From your image to your videographer to your your wardrobe and the, you get what I'm saying? And it's to the point like if somebody looks at a video and it's not as clear as it, like a 4K video or something, okay, you can't be mad if somebody wants to get that. You understand? So you already have to have the vision. You have to already know what you're planning to do. Like, everything got to be perfect, I feel. But you know, there's no, no such thing as things being perfect. But as perfect as good as you can make your video be, you have to make it that way. So the world pays attention, I feel. And up-to-date things, you understand? It's right up-to-date things. I don't know, man. It's just basically the world The world is cloud. The, so that's all the world is running off right now is cloud. You understand? So if they looking at you, they feel like, oh, you popping, you rocking the latest this, latest that. They're going to rock. Like, that's, that's how I feel like the workout is clean wash, man. That's how I feel like it's different now. You understand? Because before, we could have a model chick in the video. Remember? She's just cute. Ain't, she don't have to have all the booty in the world. But yeah, You understand? Now now everybody want to get in plan Just like, come on, what happened to the pretty faces? Like, you feel me? So mm-hmm. it's just certain, certain things, man. Like, it's just changing, man. You just got to adapt to it, I guess, man. It's just so,
1: but let's go to the core, because if the music ain't popping, ain't nobody going to listen.
2: Exactly. But talent,
1: talent But hip-hop is also an art. So if you don't have the right paintbrush for the cam- canvas, they're not even going to listen to the music. And see, I'm, I'm, as you can tell, I'm a deep thinker. I go into things the way I speak. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when I looked at the video on my own, see, there's certain things in that video that caught me. That maybe other people have not asked you, and I want to ask you, did you create that video and have people shoot it, or they came to you with the idea?
2: Oh, no, no, uh, yeah, I come, we come up with a, uh, I come up with my shit together, man. I mean, my dad, me and my father putting things together, man. We just need the person with the camera, because you know my dad been in the game for so long, so he already know what, what the what the look would look like, you understand? He just had to tell me, put this color on, do this, dog, you understand? Because, that I look good on camera. So, it's like, I'm learning as I'm still going. So he kind of, he, he pointed me in the right direction.
1: He is, because I want to talk about three certain scenes in the video that were the most powerful. One of the scenes in the video is when you put on the white jacket and you walk into the hallway, you go to the door, and the door is closed on you, and you walk off. hmm That was a very powerful scene because that was the issue of the song right there, that you went somewhere, and then someone shuts you out, and then you walk off. Mm-hmm. Now, if that's not relatable to many, anybody, I don't know what life they've lived. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The second scene that was very powerful is when you're walking by the water. Because the water is symbolic of peace, but your song is about internal war.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And the last scene was the, the notepad where you're writing your lyrics and you're sitting with yourself, even with the bottles of liquid in, yeah. in the room with you. So doing the cinematography of that, you're showing the stages of growth for either depression or coping. And you put that in a song about being abandoned but then going off on your own. Mm-hmm. From putting that art together, my question is, the package of that seems to be just as powerful as the song. Why do you think so many people don't focus on the package and just put out music?
2: Um, I feel like I can't really say because... I have, it's the fact, it's the, um, the people I have behind me that let me You know, I understand? I feel like there's kind of things that some artists don't know. You understand? But, you know, mm-hmm. you gotta go through the certain things, you know, you live and you learn, then you'll gather it. But it's like some, that's how I feel. I feel like it's just the knowledge, you know? People gotta understand. I'll be seeing some artists, like, they drop three, four mixtapes. Like, I'm like, dang, like, I'm not that type of person. I'm not, I don't know, I don't know. I think it's the artist. I mean, like, it's like a, it's like a mental thing for me because it's like it doesn't make sense to if it's not packaged correctly, what like you trying to you're trying to succeed, you understand? If it's not packaged correctly, it's a better chance that it won't succeed. So it's like I'm trying to get my my all. I'm trying to give my best in it. So I'm gonna try to wait till the packages gets correct. So, I don't know. It's probably just a not knowing thing, you know.
1: Are you a football fan?
2: Uh nah, not really. I played basketball a little bit.
1: Basketball fan, okay, because it goes with my analogy. It's still the fact. If you were a football player, and I would had to put football to hip hop, you would be a linebacker to me. So then, if I had to, if I had to change that to a basketball thing, you were like a three or four on the court. You're a small forward or power forward. And the reason why I say that is because, in the and most people who understand basketball know this. The small forward, the point guard controls the motion of the offense. The shooting guard, of course, shoots. But the small forward is the person who actually directs the offense because he is the person that swings that tells you where the ball is going to swing by his position on the court. Mm-hmm. If you're a power forward, you are the anchor while the big man holds the middle because as the small forward moves, the power forward is the person that sets up the play through screens or by running the block. Mm-hmm in hip-hop what that means is you position yourself to know where the game is going or you're setting something up for others to move or move out your way so you can make your play is that is that is that about
2: correct yeah that's a fact you know you're trying to make a power move man you got to make certain moves to get to your power move
1: so then what's the move that's going to show you you're victorious in your music as you as you work on your debut album
2: uh, just you know, just the reactions and like certain things I like get, just the feedback, man. That that feels good to an up and coming artist. Once you feel like the people want to want to hear you, you know, it's gonna keep you pushing, man. So I just need the fans, man.
1: Everybody out there listening, this is Karev of Heritage Hip Hop with La Boogie, who has a, a single out right now on my own. And we ask you stream the music to see if you like it, but purchase it because that's how you give the artist the ultimate feeling of being wanted. If you don't purchase the music, you're going to lose your music. If the internet went down today and you did not purchase your music, you don't have the music. So support La Boogie and buy his uh, buy his single and look forward to buying his new album, sir. You agree? I
2: appreciate you. That's a fact, man. Look out for you, boy. We on the way, man. We here, man. We're
1: going to go. We're going to go into a couple more questions because something that you said kind of kind of hit me, and I want to go back to the first family a little bit. We always heard. We always heard. This is the last generation of MOP. Are you the next generation of MOP, or are you the next generation of the first family?
2: Oh, yeah, I'm the next generation of the first family, man. That's family, man, but you already know. We MOP, too, man. We first family. we the world's favorites, man. we doing it, so. We just basically just add into the, well, I've been around, so, but we just basically letting the world know we got more more soldiers on our side, so. And and it's more
1: than me, you understand. So I like that because I'm gonna tell you a little story about me, and I want to relate it to you, um, and and your movement. Me and my friends, right? Me and my friends. Shout out to my man Jarnell. We are, we are like we call ourselves the original MOP fan. <laughs> you know okay, what I'm
2: saying? So, so
1: we talked. I, I mean, I had an interview the other not not too long ago, and I said I got to talk to your dad as well. And I was like, yeah, because MOP came out on Select Records. And Kid and Play had them on the soundtrack. And they was like, what? I didn't even know that. And people did their history, and it was like, yeah, you're right. And I mean, even from there, we used to build to the death, first family for life, and we were in it. And then like I said, that's how I intro- got introduced to you because those lyrics resonated truth, feeling, emotion, and impact in our lives. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Now to you, truth, emotion, impact. What is more important to you, truth, emotion, or impact when somebody hears your music? Uh,
2: impact. I want you to feel me, man. You got to feel what I'm saying because the music I'm making right now is very impactful. Understand? So I'm going with impact.
1: So then what's the heaviest part of impact that makes you feel fulfilled? Is it delivering the bar that makes them sit down or it's the vibe that carries them to listen to the entire song?
2: It's the song. It's, it's, how, the, it's how the song, song feels, you understand? If it's okay. how we get through certain situations, that's what I'm going for, man. Like, I uh, was in a situation. I had, I had, of course, I had my family, but it's like, that's not, not... They didn't put me in the situation, so I don't feel like they should have been there. Like, you know, but it's to the point, like, Certain people is there for certain
1: things, man. So we just gotta get over that step. I respect that because one of the hardest lessons a man has to learn is how to hit his head. That's why yeah. boys get in trouble more than girls. But many, I mean, most parts, you know, women usually can sit down and do. Where men have to get their hands dirty and experience is their best teacher. What is the most fulfilling experience you felt since you made
2: music? Uh doing records with uh, Billy Dance himself with my pops and fizzy you know so I got records with both of them you know that was really my biggest but you know it's mad things in between you know but that was really like a big accomplishment because you know not only just for their family but I'm really a fan too you understand so that was really a good one for me
1: is the first song y'all did together the song where you with him? He was in the video with him, and you're doing like the the hook, like in the video. Is that the first no, no, one, no, or no, is no, this no, something no, different? No,
2: that was the first one. That okay. was the uh, first one. Okay. That was his record, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was a wonderful record, too.
1: Like Shout I told out. you, man. We, we, uh, yeah, I told you, we fans over here. Like we love MOT in Jersey. Like you know, what I'm saying, and my peoples, we 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 really support and we move with it. You know what I'm saying? And um. We 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 we're, 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 we can't wait to give that support to you because one thing when you invest in somebody you invest in them long term and that's what we want people to get from Heritage Hip Hop is that these are people who make these records this is just not something that's crack that you just get is good with the next one that you have to enjoy understand the people behind the creativity you know what I'm saying
2: that's a fact but I appreciate you too man for the support and everything man that's just you know we're about to ride this journey out together big bro.
1: I, right, thank you, so let me go here with you, and then we're going to start wrapping up this interview because this was a great interview, and I wanted to make sure people knew who you were and not just coat tell you off of the legacy that came before you. You know what i'm saying mm-hmm. one one thing I wanted to ask you is this though hip hop always goes through the that's old. that's new. It's called Rayabonism, where the new always takes the old and throws it away, and the old seems to have a gap where they don't want to relate to the new. What makes you different that the old would appreciate you and the new would want to push you to the old for them to listen to?
2: Uh, Because I can do them both, you understand? I can do it all. So I can mix my, I'm, that's what I'm working on right now. I'm trying to perfect that. I'm trying to mix certain sounds together. Like, I want that old school feel with the new school sound. Like today, people call it new school music, rap, mumble rap, you understand? But I don't call it mumble rap. I already call it mumble rap if you're mumbling, you understand? But some people mm-hmm. just don't understand what people be saying. So they call it mumble rap, but I be understanding. So I, I, I was trying to, I'm trying to mix that with yesterday. You understand today's music with yesterday. You see what we can come up with, man. So that's pretty. That's really my experiment right now. That's what I'm in for.
1: I'm gonna say something to you that I think is really rarely prevalent. But I want, I want you to understand me when I say this. I don't believe hip hop has a golden era. I think that's total bullshit. And the reason why I say that is because depending on when you grew up and you understood the music, that's your golden era. You see what I'm saying? So I want to ask, I want to ask you, what's going to make you somebody's golden era? How are you going to start that up?
2: Uh, just like you said, you know, cause you those kids coming up today, like it's bored every day. You understand? Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, we gonna like so. Once the, the up and coming kids, you know, I'm gonna be on their radar. You understand i'm just you gotta stay in people's face stay relevant that's all man just keep putting the music together man just keep putting music out you understand once you keep staying in people's face they got nothing else to do but look you understand you can't keep your eyes closed forever you feel me
1: Failing. that's
2: the situation you feel me but yeah yeah so you, you gotta have to open your eyes and see what's in front of you man
1: so then what what, what was your go-to-era and what brought you into wanting to do this
2: uh Andy up, man. Like that—that that was it for me. Once I heard Eddie up he was lit, you Once I heard Eddie up he was lit, I'm like, oh nah, it's lit. You understand? Lit was a yeah. thing back then, but I, you know, you know the words back then. But once I heard yeah. that, I felt like that. This is what I wanted to do. But you know, as a kid, I wasn't too sure. I just seen something I liked. You understand? So
0: I don't know. That—that
2: that, that was really it for me, man. Once I seen that, but I understand. I understand. Like I was there for, for everything. So it was like we was here at one point, and I think you moving on up. I'm like, okay. So this is a way we can feed, to feed family. You understand? So that's why I went yeah. about it, man. He influenced me a lot.
1: My, my last question to you of the regular part of the interview before we go into our game is this. Do you remember the first rhyme you wrote? My first rhyme?
2: Mm, yeah, kind of, sort of. But my pops had to help me. But we okay. put it on wax, though. <laughs> All right, seven. all right. Okay. Like
1: all right. So check this out. So from your first rhyme that you wrote to being a grown man in writing, what was the what was the step that helped you helped you find your voice and find your pen?
2: Uh, its just you know just keep doing it. You understand? Because to the point, I didn't know what I wanted to sound like at one point in time. So it's like you know, practice makes perfect. You just you start doing certain things in the booth to make. Like, to get your attention, you understand? Like, certain ads, you understand? It comes by mistake. You feel me? Yeah. yeah, so it's like, you don't know until you go through certain things and that boom. Oh. like, you really had to live and learn it, man. I had to live and learn it, man. To...
1: And living and learning, you help, you help not only find your voice, but you're helping to heal people that are going through pain by accepting pain. So please give people your social media so they can look you up and find your music.
2: It's your boy, La Boogie, man. My IG, you can look me up. La Boogie, La Bugatti, L-A underscore B-O-O-G-A-T-T-I, that's Instagram. My Facebook is La Boogie, L-A space B-O-O-G-I-E, man. I let you, boy, man. We learn.
1: Alright everybody, so like we said, purchase that music because not only are you ensuring yourself quality, but you're giving yourself something that's going to unlock greatness in the future. Not only in him as an artist, but in yourself as the listener. You know what I'm saying? So, with that, I like to do something called the rapid fire questions. You like to play this game with me? let's do it brother alright well the rapid five questions are not yes no questions these are questions that show your depth and your understanding of the hip hop culture within yourself and outside of yourself as well so you you ready to go let's get it what song or album from another artist perfectly describes you uh
2: one more time but I missed
1: it what song or album from another artist perfectly describes you
2: uh I say beat Mill Satan. Wow.
1: That's, that's different. Drink, man.
2: That's my drink right there. Cause it got that old school feel. that's what I'm saying, like it got some soul feel to it, you understand?
1: Mm-hmm. And it's
2: still he was still talking to my like regular life stuff, you understand? So I would I would have to say that cause I, that's kinda like how I got in the lane I'm in now, like, you understand?
1: All right, alright, I feel that. As an artist, I wanna ask you this. When you make something and you know it's complete, it's the best feeling in the world. What is that feeling like when you're about to release your song and you don't know if people enjoy it? Tell me about that feeling. Uh,
2: this one's going to be a, a crazy feeling because it's like you, you know how you feel about the record, but you want other people to see how you feel or feel how you feel about the record. So it's just always like a, you know, like a little scary moment. It's like when you do a show. Once the... Every time you do a show, I feel like my, even my puncherman is. Every time you do a show, it's still that gut feeling. You understand? But once you get out there and start rapping, it all comes. Deep, you know what I'm saying? But it's just, yeah. just it's the same feeling. I did a couple shows too. Every time I go on the stage, it's like gut nah, my bubble guts, bubble guts. But then once I'm getting in in the in mix of it, it all goes away. So it's the same thing with that, man. You gotta get once you get in the mix of the shit, shit on going away.
1: But you know what kind of knocks that feeling off is when people love your style or love your music and they want to collaborate with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And I want to ask you a question. Whenever people collaborate, we get features, and sometimes the feature artist can steal the song from the main artist. Who has the greatest feature in hip hop history to you?
2: Well, the greatest feature, uh, I would say, me. Man. <laughs>
1: Oh, beats, man. All right, that cookie, man. all right. Hey, that's what it's all about, man. Confidence. I like that. So let me ask you this: There's times when people put feature artists on another on a song and give that song new life. We call that a remix, whether we add people or change the beat. What's the greatest remix of all time to you? Oh, that Nia remix,
2: man. When he right. bust bust came out with "Remy Ma," too, it was lit. <laughs> that was doing too, right? That 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 shook the world, man. So I'm telling you, that's about ever for real. So it's like that was really when I realized this is what I wanted to do. So I was all odds. So that was really like a life changer for me.
1: I like how you said that. Another question I have to ask you is this: If somebody came up to you and said, "Define hip hop to me in five albums," what are the five albums you giving them? <sighs>
2: Uh, Yeah, I don't
1: even know (laughs) I (laughs) need (laughs) some songs I need five songs Nah Five albums, bro, you got it Don't tell me you're going to tap out
2: That was a little too many. Cause I don't really, <laughs> I don't really listen. I, I, I never really listened to that much, man. I'm just Brooklyn, so I stayed in Brooklyn, man. I was in Mo P That's what I'm trying to say. And then Hole came out. Oh on, wait. Get Richard or Not Trying though was my thing.
1: Okay, okay, that's three.
2: That's three. Okay, we got two more. We on the way, right? That's
1: right. <laughs> All right, All right.
2: The Carter.
1: Okay, which one? Oh, yeah, the the first one. Whole
2: on, both of them. I'm going with both. I want to add like the all of them, but you know I'm running out of space. So was for the, the Carter one and two. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would do one and two. Yeah, that's a fact. Cause that was hours. To to,
1: huh? That's your five out. right? Yeah. yeah
2: but you it's, had
1: Warriors. You know, had to reasonable had to doubt. To, get rich. To, huh? I had
2: to think. I had to look in the back of the vault. Man, I had to think. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Now that's what it's all about, man. Like I said, we want people to appreciate you and how you see hip hop culture. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. As hip hop opens up to you, I use this analogy to let people understand what I think about hip hop. And then you can tell me what you think, thinking from there, I don't think hip hop really is the answer. I think hip hop is the door, and people rush to get to the door and don't walk in. That is that. But the music opens you up for so much more. Besides doing music. What else do you want to do, or what catches your eye and, infl- and, and, and and wants to and you know inspires you?
2: Uh, basketball. I like working out. I'm work, you know I'm about to get on my workout thing heavy. You know I'm start. I'm whaling, whaling. You understand? I'll play <laughs> basketball. You understand? That really helps me meditate, get through certain things, man. So just stay. In, I got to stay moving. I can't stay still, man.
1: Oh, who are your team?
2: Oh yeah, of course I'm gonna go out. Well, you know how I'm always say the Knicks, man, but I'm a Wizards, man. But I don't know how I'm feeling. How war doing?
1: <laughs> okay. You like uh, the Knicks, but you like the Knicks, but your heart's with the Wizards. That's what you telling me? Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: All right, uh, all right. Because yeah. <laughs> I see
2: everybody Lakers, and then I dominate players. Like no, no, no. I'm gonna stick with my losers, man, until they get better, man. You know I'm loyal.
1: I ain't mad at you, hey man. I was a Knicks fan hard until they did that to Oakley at the Garden. He's my favorite Nick of all time, man. So, Uh, so
2: yeah, you stop rocking with them. They get your man filthy.
1: I get you, man. All my favorite, all my favorite players go to the Knicks and they get fucked over. Like yo, Marbury, (laughs) Melo, Latrell, Oakley. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, salute to Melo, yo. But um, All right, but back to you. If there's a place where you can hear your music that'll totally surprise you and make you happy, where would that be? Wait, you
2: said one more time, before.
1: If there's a place you can hear your music that would surprise you and totally make you happy, where would that be? Um, what
2: would I say? Come on. Oh, in the Barclays. That'd be dope. At the game, you know what I'm saying? That would be dope. He I is. can hear I mean, that. You know, I'm Brooklyn too, so you know that'll
1: actually feel good. I, I can I can see them playing on my own during the game when they play music because that beat is hot. And, I mean, even your vocals carry into the arena. I could I could I see that. That'll be dope. Yeah. Let
2: just, me ask just you the this: the fact that it's home, though, you understand? So that's what really yeah. would make me
1: feel good about it. That's dope. Let me ask you this question because I, I think I think this is a uh, this is a, uh, a nepotism question, but it's something I really want to ask you from the other side of the coin. A parent's job is to always make sure their children live a life better than their own. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and my question to you is: say your music takes off and it gets real great, how do you know you've surpassed or met your father's expectations? Are you doing better than him?
2: Uh, I don't think that's ever possible. But
1: you know but,
2: okay, okay. but he'll let me know like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, but it's like it's never ever like that that type of energy because without him I wouldn't even be in, you know what I'm saying, the same category or lane if I get there as him. So So he'll let me know once he tell me I'm doing my thing and I feel accomplished, you know.
1: Word. Because a lot of young men unfortunately there's a lie in the um uh, in the world that says Men of color don't take care of their sons, and that's total bullshit. And though there may be some out there that play the coward, I give you and your dad respect because that's a man taking care of his son and his son respecting his father. And I want to ask you this on that level: When was the first time you knew your father was proud of you when it came to music?
2: Uh, I because I I've been doing music for a minute, so like the first couple records I I, I sent to him, he was like, "Oh, they cool." I'm like, "Cool." <laughs> like you know as an artist, I'm like, nah, this banana's fucking, like you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he had that same feel. So boom, I came up with the uh another record called Side Chick, you know? And then he started feeling it because it was different. He basically I don't know, once once I got out of the lane that everybody else was in, he kinda peeped like, Okay, yeah, he understanding what's going on, like we gotta be we gotta stand out. You wanna same lane with everybody doing the same things. Also,
1: should you stand out, you understand. So, we just had to do something different, man. where I respect that. That's real love too, because he groomed you with a with a with an artist ear instead of a, a, parent, a parental ear. That's dope.
2: That's a fact. All
1: right. So we got three more questions, and then we're gonna close up. All right. Uh.
2: Right.
1: So one qu the one question is: If you could do your dream song, who would you have on your song? How who how, who would feature? Who would do the beat, dead or alive, no restrictions?
2: Uh, see, and I already did the record with him now. <laughs> but like, huh? I say, I say, I say another one is Michael Jackson, man. Cause I ain't gonna hold you. He's growing up hitting the moves, man. <laughs> I let him perform with that beat one time. You understand? So I say Michael Jackson, just cause he's worldwide. You see, his impact on the world was too different, you see?
1: Mm. Who's doing the beats? keep it in a family man home team that's loyalty once again yeah. one of the most important things that a man can get in his life is loyalty you know what I mean yeah yeah. so my second to last question is this though in a world where George Floyd and police brutality has taken the, the focus onto the lives of people of color and we have Breonna Taylor and so many other people who passed away. We have Police Injustice. We have this president. We have we have the oh, the, um, the history of Nina Simone saying our artists, rep- our artist's job is to represent the times that they live in. What do you think is the job of an artist when it comes to not only making good music, but healing the world when it comes to the shit that we go through? Uh,
2: we got to be voices, man. You understand? We got to be voices for that because at the end of the day, some people... You know, don't have the, 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 platform or, you know, the voice sometimes to really like make an impact or a change. But like if you have a big voice, man, you, as an artist, you're supposed to like help the community, man, especially your people, man. So you're supposed to just ride for your people, man. That's how I'm feeling. It. Cause you see what's going on. Everybody see what's going on, man. Like we just got shaping up, man. Get together, stay together, stick together, man. We got to stop killing each other also, man. So it's like. We
1: just got to stick together, man, and keep pushing through, man. Word, and I feel that. So everybody out there, once again, this is La Boogie on the line with Heritage Chip Hop and Carrabia, and we and we thank you for this interview. We we push we 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 want to put blessings upon you and your family. So may the Most High bless you and your family for generations upon generations, long term, so that not only can you feed your family, but you can heal the world with great music. You know what I'm saying?
2: I appreciate you, big homie, for real, for real. Same to you and yours, man. I appreciate you for having me.
1: Thank you, thank you. So the last question, I usually ask this question. This is the most important question of the first interview, which means you always have an open door to come back because I'm not industry. You don't have to have a hot song to talk to me. As long as you have a story, the microphone is always open, and you can take it and tell the world your story on Heritage Hip Hop. You know what I'm saying?
2: Respect.
1: So my most important question is, I'm going to have to change the question a little bit because this is your first outing. What I'm going to say is as people grow with your music, People are gonna learn from you, and they're gonna to wanna to be, and they're gonna be inspired from you. So my thing is, how are you making the world better with the music that you make?
2: Uh, I'm just basically trying to tell the world, man, like, we can get through the shit that we're going through. You understand? Like, it's not, whatever don't kill you, man, makes you stronger. So it's like, just because you're down today don't mean you can't be up next week or tomorrow. You understand? Like, if you stop chasing your dreams right now, tomorrow could have been a day. You understand? So just mm-hmm. keep pushing, man. Even though you're on your own, man, you probably don't feel like you got the support you want or need. But if you support yourself and believe in what you got going on, you're going to succeed. So just keep pushing, man. Don't let nobody knock your hustle.
1: Facts. And with that being said, everybody, remember, life doesn't start and end in one day. Life, whether you live today or die tomorrow, is a journey of thoughts, ideas, creativity, and art. So live your art, be true to your art, and be true to yourself because you will inspire others with your truth. And your truth, no matter if there's pain there, will change somebody's outlook and heal the world. Do you agree?
2: That's a fact, big homie.
1: And with that being said, this is Karev with our Boogie and Heritage Hip Hop podcast saying peace, and we out. Appreciate you
2: for having me, big homie.
0: Shout out to the First Family for producing great hip hop, whether it's from the originators that we've learned of or even the next generation to come, because real hip hop comes from the soul. And La Boogie's putting his soul into his music Not only by talking from his personal experiences But he's giving relevant conversation To what it is to be expressive When it comes to your music as well Salute to the First Family Like I said, shout out to my man Jarnell We've always been First Family fans From the beginning Shout out to Billy Dan's Lil' Fame, Fox, Teflon, Lay's La boogie and whoever else we may have missed but y'all always are in our stereos tape decks whatever we had back in the day and today mp3s and headphones you know so salute to everybody who's listening this episode is brought to you by heritagehiphop.com heritagehiphop.com we teach all independent artists how to be profitable and independent while defining your own success when it comes to being an artist if you want to know more go to www.heritagehiphop.com become an uh, artist artist become a member of our website and you get free music you get great interviews and more i mean you gotta go there to find out what i'm talking about membership is free go to www.heritagehiphop.com for more shout out to transparent credit repair who's helped us with um changing people's lives go to heritagehiphop.com and click on transparent credit repair 20 percent off of all services are given to anyone who comes through heritagehiphop.com so if you're looking to change your credit report up your credit score transparent credit repair are the superheroes of the financial literacy and credit repair world go check them out i want to give a shout out to my partner shout out to bq pulling through can't wait for you to be back bro really and we thank god that you're still here shout out to lex diamonds and diamonds entertainment llc check out their podcast at lex that um space p lex p on youtube shout out to the goodfellas um the recap with the goodfellas weekly show that's on youtube goodfellas tv.com and on facebook goodfellas recap is tommy guns shy montana Dad, the photographer of aep underscore presents on facebook and dj big a who is a h y A-H D-A-Y-A-R on youtube dj big a catch everything from heritage hip-hop and our, you know, our, our our peoples all over the net as we support you the hip-hop culture shout out to fire jaws and wildfire marketing anything you have want to want to push promote or let people know that you're out there hit them up at f-i-r-e-j-a-w-s on instagram we want to give a shout out to MJ's Hip Hop Connect, who also gave us this interview and introduced us to La Boogie. And look, man, we grow hip hop over here. We represent hip hop. We love hip hop. And hip hop is not music. Hip hop is the most high in you. Either way you live, elevate, whatever, you are a part of hip hop. So whether you rap, sing, Teach your a politician up a, in the public servant, a public sector, entrepreneur. You are hip hop, and we are here to celebrate you and tell the world your story. Salute to all of you out there as helping Heritage Hip Hop grow. You can follow us on all social media at Heritage Hip Hop. You want to donate? Got Cash App, got PayPal. Hit us up, let us know what you want to do because we are Cash App at Heritage Hip Hop, and we represent you. So for everybody out there that's listening, thank you once again for paying attention and listening. We say peace and we out.